Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Day podcast. I'm Angela here in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am currently a business owner, mom, grandma, you name it. I've probably done it over the years. And honestly, the reason I'm here is I want to share my journey with people. And hopefully through my journey, I can help and inspire people in their journey. I'm just an ordinary person who deals with ordinary things in life and maybe some of the things I've tried and done and failed at will help you become successful. So today we are going to dive into some spring cleaning, mental health spring cleaning. Now don't roll your eyes. I know people are like, oh brother, she's going to be all preachy. She's going to make me do some deep work. Well, I am going to make you do some deep work. So that part's not untrue. But I think that you will find that what I have to say about this will actually help you. And I really hope it does. Um, Let's start with going back over the episode with my brother. Let's let's start there with the spring cleaning. I just want to first off thank everybody for the amazing outpour of support and love for me sharing my story. Uh, Like I told you guys that my story was not unique. My brother's struggle with COVID is not one that is unique to anybody. Really, I don't feel there's too many of us that got through this whole pandemic without knowing someone or having someone that dealt with things. Just a quick update on him. He's doing pretty good. He's getting stronger every day. He is still on a ventilator and he's still got a trach in, but he is getting stronger and stronger every day. They're working with him, hoping to get him off of that soon. And as things change, I will keep you guys updated. But for now, things are pretty good with him. Well, as good as they can be. The next thing I want to kind of touch bases on with our spring cleaning episode is discussing sad. Now, I had such an overwhelming response to my episode about sad that I kind of felt it would be silly not to touch back with you guys and see how you're all doing. Now it's spring. I know as I'm recording this, it is a gorgeous spring day. And I was hoping that like me, most of you are finding your way out of that sad, that the depression isn't as overwhelming, that you find that the Longer days are helping, more sunlight, getting a being able to get outside, spend some time going to do your favorite activities, whatever it is that hopefully you guys are starting to come out of it. Now, if you're not, be patient, give yourself time. We all grow and do things in our own time and you will, I promise. It 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 happens quicker than you think. Most psychologists say it's the mid-April before people come out. So if you're not there yet, you will be. When I come out of a season of sad, a really bad one like I just had, I mean, obviously I had some life factors that contributed to that, but uh, I like to take stock in things I did that worked and things I did that didn't work. And for me, writing it down is the best thing I can do. And by writing it down, I mean I type it into my computer. You can use a voice recorder. You can just do it mentally in your head, however you would like to do it. I find that if I focus on my successes and my failures, it helps me be mentally ready to deal with it 
next year when it comes around and it inevitably comes around every year I've been suffering from it since geez I wouldn't even be able to tell you when I was diagnosed it's probably been 15 20 years but every year I have successes and every year I have failures so I like to take some time and I like to write down things I tried that worked for me something that really really worked this year was taking some time for myself it felt kind of selfish because I had a brother in the hospital I had family that needed me I had oh work needed me you name it I was needed but I still made time for myself it may have been five minutes it may have been ten minutes for me it was something really simple and it was I went and got my nails done once a month I know shocking right I started doing that about six months ago and I found it just gave me something to look forward to because I choose a really cute design or cute color combo and I just knew it was going to be time to myself to go do something for me now that might not be what works for you but for me this that was my success this last season as far as failures failures would be I tried to start an exercise program and I did not do well with it that being said I still promote exercise because exercise helps us all. I'm not great at it. I will get better, I know. But for me, that just didn't work. So I'm going to encourage you all to take some time, do a little spring cleaning, a little mental spring cleaning, and I challenge you to write down your failures and your successes and see what you come up with, see what you think might help you. So that kind of segues me into what I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about today, and that is mental health spring cleaning. Mental health spring cleaning can go hand in hand with actual spring cleaning. I know for me, a big part of my mental health spring cleaning is decluttering and cleaning my house. We uh, recently put new carpeting in our entire house, and let me tell you, when you put new carpeting in and you have to move everything out of every room, boy, do you spring clean. <laughs> my house has never been cleaner. And I got to tell you, that did wonders for my mental attitude. It's amazing what that does. Um, so let's touch on 10 ways you can declutter your mind. So let's start with decluttering your physical space, which I just, just discussed. You know, for some of you, it may be getting that shed cleaned out, uh, that basement storage room cleaned out. Some of you may be perfect, unlike me, and your house always looks good. Mine, not so much. You would think it does, because I only have a 16-year-old still at home, but it doesn't. <laughs> so, um, you know, maybe clean out your car, detail your car, just do something physical to make your environment work for you so another thing would be writing it down which we just discussed so maybe get some of those things out of your head that have just been bothering you um hey i don't like the way so and so has been treating me and write down why why hasn't that person been treating you well what have you noticed that's making that bother you maybe making that doctor appointment that you've been putting off None of us want to go to the dermatologist and none of us want to go to the eye doctor or the dentist or those appointments that you just kind of put off. Maybe get that out of your head. Just 
completely clean out your brain of things that have been building that you need to get tackled and taken care of. Maybe it's planning that vacation. Maybe it's planning that birthday party. Maybe anything, anything that's cluttering that mind and making yourself feel overwhelmed. Just write it down. Get it out. Uh, Let's start with kind of what we touched on with sad with keeping a journal. Uh, Maybe things you're worried about, some goals, some concerns you have that are draining your energy. A lot of those things I just listed, but there can be some very personal ones. And I know for me, there's a lot in there. And uh, it's been a very taxing year for me for that already. But as I'm writing them down, I'm finding I feel a little lighter. I feel that my head's not as cluttered. And I'm actually finding myself starting to sleep better. That's amazing for me. If you know me, you know I suffer from insomnia like crazy. But lately, it's been better. So another one, this one's a tougher one and I am glossing over these and I will probably deep dive into some of these and some other episodes with some guests, which I have made notes by this, what I'm talking about of people I I want to discuss, but uh, letting go of the past. I know for me, that's a big one. I'm one of those people that will replay conversations things that bothered me, things that impacted me over and over and over again. My family and I have had a contentious relationship. And by family, I mean my dad, sister, brother, mom, when she was here and other sister, when she was here, we've had our good times and our bad times. We've each contributed to that relationship, the good and the bad. And with everything my brother has gone through it's been really, really tough to let go of some of those things that never got resolved. But I have found that as I just let them go, I feel lighter. I feel better. I feel hopeful. I feel empowered, actually. So letting go of the past can be really huge. And I strongly recommend if you can find that within yourself to do, that you do that. How about stop over multitasking? Oh my gosh, am I guilty of this? (laughs) Every day when I wake up, I take on so many challenges and I think, oh, I can get that done. Oh, this is my plan today. I'm going to get this done or I'll set goals for the week and oh, I'm going to get this cleaned out or I'm going to get this taken care of. And you know what? When I don't reach them, then I feel like a failure. So maybe just stop over multitasking. Just maybe set for yourself, hey, I'm going to get two things done. And if you get those done and you have time to take on another thing, then you'll feel even more empowered and you'll feel even better about yourself. It's amazing what that can do. Another one would be, you know, limit the amount of of info coming in. And I think most of you know where I'm going to go with this. And that is maybe not so much time on social media, maybe not so much time watching the news Um, maybe not so much time reading your favorite blogger, just limit all the things being thrown at you and new information coming in a little bit. You don't have to eliminate it completely. And I'm not calling for that. I love social media, the good parts of it. I like being informed of the news, but sometimes it's overwhelming and sometimes it becomes too much. And I do find that it really contributes to my mood. If you want the truth. How about be decisive? How many of us have those decisions in the back of our head? 
that we've been putting off. And they're major decisions. They can be small decisions, but we put them off and we put them off and we put them off. And in the back of your mind, that's building. And it actually physically becomes overwhelming to me, like anxiety wise. Like I even struggle like breathing sometimes because I keep thinking, oh, I've just got to make a decision on this. I've just got to make a decision. I've got to stop putting it off. I've got to move forward. And I don't. And then I feel even worse. So be decisive just decide okay this is what I'm gonna do go for it if it doesn't work that's okay just be decisive how about put routine decisions on autopilot now that kind of seems basic Um, I'm gonna give you a, a kind of a funny example and not all of you may know the show I'm talking about but Big Bang Theory okay Sheldon Cooper if you've watched the show, you know he is, he lives and dies by his routine. On Monday mornings, he wears green underwear, he wears his yellow shirt, he has waffles for breakfast, he has, you know, a sandwich for lunch. Each day he has a set routine and he follows it and he just follows it instinctively. He doesn't have to think about anything. He just literally. <laughs> puts his routine in autopilot. And honestly, I'm going to be honest, when you do do that, it does make life a little easier. It can be frustrating to me that some people live their lives on autopilot because I have to live my life 100% in the moment and decision by decision by decision during the day. But I've actually tried doing that this week, putting things on autopilot and wow, (laughs) Let me just tell you right now, it was overwhelming how good it felt. So there are some decisions in your life that can just go on autopilot. And it's okay to put them on autopilot, guys. And um, another one would be prioritize. Accept that we cannot do it all. That one, as I just discussed a few minutes ago, that one's a tough one for me. I actually think I can do it all. I think I'm capable of doing it all. But am I? Absolutely not. And anyone who knows me dearly knows I'm not. And the biggest lie I tell myself all the time is that, oh, no, I can do that. I can take that on. I can handle that. And it's a lie because I truly can't. And it starts to impact me mentally and physically. And I've got to be better about not taking on more than I can deal with. And I encourage all of you to try that. We do live in an era of power moms and wanting to make sure their kids have, are in every sport and every activity and that you're the perfect mom and your house looks perfect and your hair's styled and your makeup's done and you're dressed perfectly and it's just, you know, it's not possible. There's some days you're just going to not be able to do it all. And I'm right here telling you, let yourself off the hook. You don't have to do that. And the number, the last one I'm going to mention is learning to meditate. Now, how many times have you heard myself and my old co-host, Ian, talk about meditation? Now, I fought meditation for a very long time. Uh, to me, it was what you saw on TV where, you know, you sit in the in the little lotus position. You go, om, om. But that's actually not what meditation is. Meditation can be clearing clutter out of your head. It can be writing stuff down. For me, I actually turn on a 
10 minute some days some days it's 20 some days it's 30 minutes it really doesn't get longer than that I'm kind of not at a place where I'm ready to do more than that but for me it's just I turn on uh, this uh, YouTube channel called the honest guys and they have different guided meditations and sometimes it's just listening to the sound of ocean waves while you just clear your head for 10 minutes sometimes it's you're on a boat on a mountain lake and you can hear the water lapping against it or sometimes it is simply just laying there with my own thoughts and helping myself get to a place where I can take on and adjust for the day now I do my meditation at the end of the day to me that clears my head so I can sleep some people do it in the middle of the day to kind of give themselves a booster to get through the rest of the day and others do it in the morning because they find if it sets goals for them for the day and you know whatever you do I'm going to highly encourage you try it if you would like more information on some meditation I'm happy to help you find what would work for you you just need to reach out to me and you can do that through any of the social medias that I am on um you can follow me at New Day Podcast on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. And if you'd like to follow me personally on Instagram, it's at uh, Evil Twin Angela. And you can find me there. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to kind of do some spring cleaning with you today. Hopefully you find what I had to say of some value. Just an everyday person trying to help people out. Thank you for your time. And I will see you next time.